Bad word. Bad word. Another day, another episode on how you can save money and be more financially independent on basic money. I'm Keith. I'm Josh. And we're going to talk to you about budgeting today. Bah! Bad word. Bad word. Nobody likes that word. I got a budget. You're going to put me on this thing that I can't spend my money. It's my money. I want to spend it. Why does everybody hate a budget? Mainly because, you know, everybody thinks that means that I don't get to spend money. And that is false. All a budget really is, is a spending plan. So change the way you think about it. It is a way that you are planning out how you're going to spend your money. The main thing is you have your income. You start from there. There are, you know, basic styles. Find what works for you. One that I really like is made famous by Paula Pant. Shout out to her. Um, it is called her anti-budget. Basically, she doesn't budget. She just sets aside whatever amount for her savings, her investing goals. So you could say 10, 20% off your income, straight out. Pay yourself first. You can put that into an emergency fund savings account. You can put that into a retirement account. You can put that into whatever you want, but something that is growing your net worth, something that is building. And then the rest, she spends. Free spirits, as they like to be, who don't like to track anything, do anything, that's a good way for them. Because at least no matter what, you are building yourself. You're building your net worth, you are saving, you are preparing for that stuff. The next one is the complete opposite end of the spectrum, mainly for big money nerds who like to track every single dollar. Be like, I need to know. They could definitely tell you how much they can save, how much they spend and everything, and they'll, they'll to the dollar, to the penny. Then you have kind of in between where you have people who are just like, you know, I'll save a certain percentage of my income, this much percentage I'll put for housing, this much percentage for food, this much for this. Uh, the main thing is you find one that you like. Find one that works for you, find one that sticks with you. And the other important thing to realize is you make your damn budget. There's not somebody telling you what to spend, how to spend it, that's on your own thing. If, you know, you wanna go out to a fancy dinner and you did not set aside enough money for that, then pull it from somewhere else. That's all it really is. Where uh, most people I find get in trouble is the ease of credit. Credit cards, all that stuff to get into debt. And just like, oh, well, I don't have enough for this, but I really want it. Or an emergency came up and I don't have a savings and I don't have that, so I'll just put it on the card. The biggest eye-opener for learning how to create your spending plan, for me personally, was when I was living by myself. And obviously I had to buy things for myself. And it was funny because I didn't really have a budgeting plan, I just had, okay, I know I have to pay this amount of rent, so I gotta make sure that's in my bank account, kinda left it at that. I think there's like smart ways that you can look at what you're spending your money on and try to find ways that you could spend less money because then this helps your bottom line, I think in any of these budgets to where you're like, oh wow, I have all of this money. You're like that end of the week where you're like, I have a lot of money in my wallet, how did that happen? The most thing about a budget is it just brings awareness. To your situation, to your financial situation. The best way to get started if you've never done one, I will say first track your spending. There's a lot of free apps out there that will link up to your bank account and your credit cards and everything and then automatically just download that information and then you can go back and check it and see like, oh, was this for housing? Was this for food? Was this for the car? Anything like that. So the first thing is being aware of what your actual spending is on a monthly, quarterly, however long you period you want to examine because there are fluctuations some months there are christmas tons of people with birthdays, birthdays. and you got to plan kind of that and you see it a rise and a fall in what your spending is but you do need to be aware of what that is because i mean what happens if you actually look down at it and you're like oh every month i spend a thousand dollars more than i actually make 
you're gonna have a big problem and the only way to you know fix that is to be creative with now you realize like I gotta find ways to be more resourceful and spend less but then also that might give you the kick in the pants to be like I need to find a way to make more money so you need to be aware of where you're at really because yeah. you know everything in your spending should be off your income mm -hmm. so if your income high is great you can spend more if your income's not high that kind of limits you so you have to find a way to either spend less or make more or do both I, th I think one of the biggest eye-openers for people like in our age bracket like between like you know like tw like 21 and like 30 is Damn, i'm between 21 and 30 now i like it okay well, <laughs> coming up in that age bracket but i think even those people might either have realized or have not realized taking a weekend off if you're the person that likes to go out to eat out to drink out to the bars on the weekends and then you take one weekend off you don't realize how much money you're actually spending now i'm not saying don't have fun anymore like you're not allowed to have fun this is not the point of this but it's to shed light on where is the majority of your spending coming from yeah i've had one month where i realized i spent 900 bucks on bars and alcohol that was a very big month <laughs> so yeah probably a fun month maybe you had a good time maybe you did but i'm sure there was great times whether i remember them or not it's going to be a different <laughs> matter but it definitely is eye-opening and it makes you realize you're like wow that's yeah. how much i spent on that and then it makes you just think about it like eh, maybe i should cut back mm -hmm. or maybe you should go harder doesn't matter and, and i think me like coming from like the the life coaching side of things i'm always thinking about what is the purpose of doing what you're doing like for some people it's oh i want to go to the bar i want to drink with my friends well could you maybe go to a house you could spend a lot less money and probably get food and drink for you and all of your friends as opposed to going to a bar and spending the overpriced price on all those drinks and food that you're getting. So it's like, is the point to have camaraderie? Is the point to have a good time? Is the point because you want to go to a bar? You know, it's, it's trying to get that reasoning down so that you understand that you don't have to spend so much money to get what it is you want. Yeah, and don't ever be embarrassed about your budget, your spending plan, whatever it spending is. Plan. If you know, everybody wants to go out and you know, you can't because you didn't plan for it or maybe you don't have money for it. Offer alternatives, come over to my place, drink, do whatever. As a society, as a group, you know, everyone should start talking more about money. Their own personal, how everyone around them is doing with money. I think there's a big stigma and taboo on talking about money. I feel like the conversation of how much money you're saving or how are ways that you're saving money, ways that you are able to save X amount of money per month I feel like that ignites a good conversation because everyone wants to know how to save money. Make saving a good talk, make what you're spending a good talk, just because, you know, you might find different ways that your friends are doing that might be cheaper but better alternative than what you're doing. The main thing is track your spending. There are free apps out there. There's Mint. There is uh, Every Dollar by Dave Ramsey, which is more of the accounting style. Like, you're really going to dive down and line item everything. What is your uh, spending? Uh, hopefully, you know what your income is. If it fluctuates, it makes it a little bit hard. Always be conservative with your numbers and your plan. And just like with dieting, with anything, if you can't stick to it, then it's probably not a good plan for you. Try to find one that actually works. The key is, is discipline. Because it can be very easy for anyone, especially when you look in the bank and you see you have, let's say, after your saving, after everything, after you paid all your bills, you got a nice chunk of change still sitting in the bank. A lot of us could be like, you know what? I'm gonna go buy that thing that I really wanted, which no harm to that. But there's also no harm in taking that money and putting it into your savings to say, you know what? 
Let me, let me keep building my net worth. I want to keep that there so if something happens, I at least have the money for it. Yeah. I think I, I was mentioning like Murphy's Law. Like, if you have five, ten thousand dollars saved away for emergency stash, you're probably never going to use it. But if you don't have that money, oh, you're going to, you're going <laughs> to, there's going to be things that will happen that will require you to use it. It's just the way it works. <laughs> yeah, always with money. If you don't have it is when you need it. When you have it is when you don't really need it. Yeah. The last tip that we'll kind of leave you on, um, and this was kind of getting into the, 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 the money talk and, and people and other people involved with how you're going to be spending your money. The people that you surround yourself with is going to heavily, heavily influence your spending as well. They don't have to be all accountants that all are deep into where they're saving money, but if, if there are other people that you're associated with that really don't care about their spending, then obviously they're going to do things and they're going to go out and they're going to live their lives this way. YOLO! And, and it's almost like you're gonna feel left out if you're not following through with them. Do not be afraid to tell them this and if they are going to, I think I've said this in multiple episodes, if they are going to judge you, if they're going to say anything to you that is a negative light for you to be able to take care of yourself better, then you should not be associating yourself with these types of people. <laughs> That's just, it's, it's, it's the hard truth. And I'm not saying, you know, completely remove your friends that are not supporting your goals, but if they are being negative towards you for supporting your goals, those are the people that you don't need in your life. Yes. So, bye, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, so, <laughs> so that's, that's all for this episode. Please leave, a, please leave a like, give us some of your budgeting plans, and if you want to hear more about budgeting or anything that we talked about, what do we got to do, Josh? Reach out. Reach out. Reach out to me. I will personally help you. I help some of my friends. We go through. I'll look into it. And I will help you kind of see, you know, where your plan is, get you set up. We'll find one that works for you. And obviously you can email us at basicmoneypodcast at gmail.com with any questions. Till then, you'll see us on Mondays. And we'll see you on the next episode. Yes. To be continued. Stay tuned. <laughs> it's my money and I need it now. JG Wentworth. Sponsor us now. <laughs>